Saudi, your host, is co-creator Taryn O'Reilly. It's the hey. sister of Taryn O'Reilly, Karita O'Reilly, no. the better O'Reilly. We'll have a ranking podcast for that later on. Don't worry don't, about it. Don't even. Don't even. Don't you dare. Remember I, that I, sex we were planning on having? So, Ever uh, again. So I, I mean, the only thing I will say is I think that there will possibly be other future O'Reillys, but they're a very music-heavy family. But uh, guys, we're talking about Death Cab. Uh, there's at very least three things that we need to accomplish in this happy hour episode. Okay. Number one, we're going to rank every Postal Service album from worst to best, number one. <laughs> number two, we're going to do our best Ben Gibbard vocal impression <laughs> as a Muppet. And number three, well, the one we have to ask during every Happy Hour Mini. So guys, what's the worst Death Cab for Cutie song? Oh, the worst. Yeah, because there is a lot There's There's some competition. There's some competition. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I, I, well, I, first things first. Uh-huh. Uh, Give Up is obviously the best postal service. Oh, <laughs> really? I feel like that's controversial. Uh, not Give Up 10th Anniversary Edition? <laughs> like, that's, that was pretty out of there. Actually, if, if you are a, a postal service fan and have not listened to the re- remastered edition... You definitely should. You definitely should. It really brings the album to life in an even bigger way. Um, it's very nice. It's very yes. nice. Very nice. Very nice. You, nice you, face, you, nice you hear little details that, like, you were always there, but they're a lot more prominent now, and it's, yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah, well, it, it kind of brought it, well, it inter- we were having this discussion in the last podcast because they did an interview with Chris Wallerick in front of him on a statement he made about how he said that he, uh, there were things, because he just played guitar on the Postal Service album. He didn't actually produce it. That was Jimmy Trombello of Dentel. Uh, and he said that it was... Uh, you know, like, there were lyrics that Gibber got away with on that album that he wouldn't have allowed or let him get away with on a Death Cab album, which was interesting. And I pointed out uh, that JFK's fucking shit on the Sleeping In, which I agree is a little bit... Okay, Ben, you can you can calm down now. You're not a fucking story. <laughs> this ain't Bill O'Reilly's killing JFK, all right? This is fine. But um, there, but I feel like... And there's other ways. Although, I mean, when I think about it, and you were saying at the very end of New Colony, uh, the very last song. No, you know, uh, Natural Anthem. Natural Anthem, sorry. I, I was think, thinking about that. I yeah. think... Uh, wait, is that the one where, like, I'll be the... Uh, oh, no, yeah. that's Brand New Colony. I was thinking yeah. about the right one. It's Brand, Brand New Colony has a, has a lot of choice lyrics. Brand New New Colony is definitely the one I was thinking of. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll be the fire escape that's bolted to the ancient break where you will sit and contemplate your day. day. Yeah, also, uh, in fucking Codes and Keys, there's that line about how, uh, 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 what was it, Home is on Fire, where he's like afraid of bricks. Where I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Why are you afraid of bricks? You sing about bricks all the time. Yeah, missed exactly. that one. Uh, <laughs> I must have missed that one. He's a brick and he's drowning slowly. Uh, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> uh, you got a full groan. Full Riley groan right there. Uh, but, uh, man, when I think about worse song, again, much like how we, on the Kanye podcast, my my instinct goes immediately to Kintsugi. But uh, let's give a, I don't know, let's give a look here. Yeah, no, I mean, take a second, because this is... Hold No Guns. I think I don't like Hold No Guns because it makes no fucking sense. And it so clearly tries to be profound. Well, it's also, it's not even that the lyric 
that lyric is terrible. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, don't be afraid of me. Look at my hands. I hold no guns. But that's the worst. It's Pop. not a good song it's title. Not, it's not even tactful. Even and like an artistic sense. Right. Yeah. And it's not, there are better ways to say that sentence. Oh, but there's so many choices off codes and keys. Doors yeah. Unlocked and Open is still I, that, I was going to go for that one. Doors Unlocked and Open. Yeah. Talking Bird. Uh, yeah. Uh, why do you want to live here is also up there too. I can buy. I can. I thought that I can you buy. Want to why like do you funny want to bad, live here? Though. Like, yeah. yeah, it's. I don't yeah, know. I'm. I'm okay with that one. Yeah, well, I, yeah. That one again. I can get the intent. I can be like, yeah. Um, God, you know, just because I'm down to it, I really want to say Talking Bird, but my heart still with his doors and locked and open, a song that does not need to exist. Um, that's, that's I'm actually ends. gonna go with, you've haunted me all my life. Good choice. Uh, Good yeah. choice. You've haunted me all my life. <laughs> Guys, I mean, literally, you, you listener at home, think of a Ben Gibbard lyric and be Kermit the Frog. It's, it the is, it's Kermit the Frog in flannel. Wait, That's all it is. Is that what we're doing? Is it not? I'm just doing Ben Gibbard. Oh. Are we doing Kermit the Frog? Is that what As happening? Ben Gibbard. I just thought you said he sounded like a Muppet, and so that's... It's like the same thing, though. Right. Papa, <laughs> this is the sound of settling. <laughs> okay, uh, yes, that was Kermit the Frog. Wait, what was the one about, uh, oh, you wanted to do marshing bands okay, in Manhattan? No, open my mouth. <laughs> Wide enough for a marching band to march out. They would make your name sing. <laughs> You guys are really getting Terrence's face as his lights up like a Muppet when he sings that lyric. It's kind of amazing. Uh, I mean, literally, it's it's so applicable. We could just... I Literally, I would almost record a whole podcast with doing lines from literally every song. <laughs> I will possess your heart. Um, all right, guys. So, um, real quick. Oh, we wanted to talk a little about... Uh, you play these songs with chords. Yeah. Uh, in terms of... Where would we rank that? I, don't, I I would probably put in the lower half, and that's not a thing. Honestly, I put it below. We have the faction we're voting. Yes, probably. And, and here's the thing: like it's it's really because it's the early shit. You I, think it's you think it's worse than something about airplanes? See, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I would put it right oh. above something about airplanes. I right where I well, would just a, put it in the same place. A, way too many covers. Let's put it, let's talk about that too, because especially especially when they do this charming man, but it's, it's clearly obvious that. He is like that. What a shitty Morrissey imitation! Like I know they were young, they were figuring it out, but it's so like literally you're thing... not singing it in your own voice; you're singing it in a Morrissey voice. Fine. So I guess the thing about you can play these sounds with chords. It's not that I really wanted to like rank it in the albums, although I would have. Mm-hmm. But you're, it would have been like slash with something about airplanes. I mean, they're they're tied together. Ranking wise, yeah. they're tied together. But they're, just that I wanted to make sure that we recognize that there were some songs, and you can play these songs with chords that are added to that. I think. It's are, not like they're all yeah. just a waste of time. Right. No, it's, it's definitely I guess worth it. No, well, I don't think so. And it's also, it's it's fun because um, Death Cab for Cutie has a lot of B-sides. Um, actually, while I was World, getting ready for this, I, uh, I found out they have just under three hours of B-sides. <laughs> um, and that's not including alternate versions of songs they've already released. These are only songs that weren't unreleased released. songs. Best B-side, on, My Mirror Speaks from the Open Door EP. Um... That's really great. Yeah. Mine is definitely going to be um, from the... It's the B-side off of title and registration, I want to say. Oh, is yeah. it World Shut Your Mouth? It's, no. It is World Shut Your Mouth. Yeah. World Shut Your Mouth. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would also say that the EP, the the song... It's a little, little fact about Evan and Evan's life. 
the uh, song off of uh, the Forbidden Love EP, uh, Photo Booth. Uh, I fell in love to that song. That was that. That song will always hold like a deep emotional, emotional place for me. And it was just so. I thought it was the most romantic thing ever. That's sweet. Uh, so oh, that... I also just for a second before we move away from it, do want to defend their version of this charming man oh. because I don't know the original, and so <laughs> well, and so I liked it. Check and make. No, I just mean that if you're a Death Cab for Cutie fan, maybe right. check out this charming man. I'm if more you of a, I'm are a Death Cab for Cumin fan, I love Cumin. All right, and that's it, everybody. Thanks so, for coming. Speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking, Dad, we're cutting you off. Speaking of romantic uh, stories, uh, Taryn and I, uh, you know, we we've known each other for a while, Where and when we, first, <laughs> when we first when we first started uh, exchanging, uh, you know, we first started uh, exchanging. How do I put it? Music with each other. Uh, we wound up uh, a lot of different stuff. We were figuring out each other's styles and tastes. And early on in the let's give each other music process, I'm like, oh, you like Death Cab for Cutie? Let me give you Ben Gibbard's solo album. Because uh, I'm like, hey, you might like it, but um, baby. <laughs> That was, how, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Have you listened to it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I, like, started listening to one of the songs, and then I was like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to something better instead. It's not instead. great. It's, I feel like, again, yeah, like... Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. is that I'm pretty sure you prefaced it while you were giving it to me <laughs> with, it's not great, but it's worth a listen, which, when you're giving me... When, over the course of the past two years... You've given me over two days of music that I have still to catch up on. So I'm sorry. It's just not a priority but if you preface it with, it's he, not great. Here's the thing about Ben Gibbard's solo album, though. It's not great. Uh, and you need to know that uh, going into it. I'm really curious. Have you listened to it? No. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a blank stare. Right. I'm like, okay, they're happy. Yeah. But, it really, but, it's, <laughs> it, but it's good that we're doing this band because Taryn, in his top ten albums of all time, is Postal Service. Me too. Number one. Number one, actually. My number one album of all time. Yeah. Um, it's not number one, but it's in my top ten. Yeah. For sure. What is your number and one? I, um, you're going to put me on that spot, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Really but it came up. <laughs> which which Rafi album is it? Is it his punk album? album? Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Bananarchy. It's definitely Bananarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the fucking... <laughs> 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 Because that makes me have to think about. Uh, you had one. I think you had a nominee. Uh, yeah, I mean, El Dorado. El Dorado. Um, 
Binary C, literally all of Binary C. I'm yeah, uh, sorry. Just specifically, a quick side note on El Dorado. Can we stop writing songs about El Dorado? <laughs> this fucking metaphor is so goddamn played out. Like it's just, every time I hear anyone who writes a song called El Dorado, I can just immediately assume just like, nope. they've lost yeah. most of their artistic integrity. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's them fighting words. Wow, this is a harsh take, Taryn, right over here. Mm-hmm. I say strong things sometimes. Yeah. I speak hyperbolically. I, I read your Rafi death metal cover. I know <laughs> what God. Oh, I I would almost argue stay young, go dancing. Life is sweet. In the belly of the beast. <laughs> in the belly of the beast. Okay. That's not great. No, that's, that's not great. Not, that, not one, great. that one's I'm, up there. I'm there with you. Um, um, actually, I just don't remember bad Oh, lyrics. fucking just... No, remember. never mind. You are a tourist. Every line off your... I was going to go with you are a tourist. When there's a burning in your heart. Yes. Yeah. A tragic yearning in your heart. Yeah. Gotta build it higher than the sun. Let it go. Yeah. Literally, that whole song—that is the song of that. Uh, the sound of settling—that's the sound of giving up. That song off of that fucking album. <laughs> Lord, fuck, that sounds shitty. Um, <laughs> also, that. <laughs> yeah. In case you weren't sure how we felt about Coz and Keys in the first <laughs> we podcast, just, we didn't swear enough the first time. You know, so we we're didn't. Doing it now. Um, his new album is just to be called Lord Fuck. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would like it to seem if he just did, like, the Colin Malloy thing and he just started doing acoustic covers of, like, heavy rap songs. Uh, I think, I think, I think yeah, you do a pretty or good job. Or the Ben Folds thing, yeah. as it were. Here's a toast to the douchebags. A toast <laughs> to, to the, the assholes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that opens up a whole new world. <laughs> No one man should have all that power. <laughs> now we're moving way into Muppet territory. This this is, we headed into harsh Muppet territory. So hard. Uh, so Turn good. up the lights in here, baby. baby. Extra okay, bright. Sorry. It's so much fun, though. Don't it get is. it twisted. Okay. Don't get it's it twisted. It's your podcast. Do whatever you want. Literally, the entire rest of this podcast is just us trying to do <laughs> covers. Let's just wrap this up. Work, 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 work. I feel like there was something else we were supposed to accomplish in this mini soda. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Because you know, yeah, solo album, he had the Postal Service thing. I felt like, I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he still songwrites on occasion. He actually has a really nice contribution on uh, the new Monkeys album that came out because the Monkeys, uh, the re- re- remaining members, they got together, did some like standards from back in the day, and also had like Ben Gibbard and Rivers Cuomo from Weezer and the guy from Fountains of Wayne. Like they all came together and wrote new songs for them to do, which I thought was like, really cool because like talking about just pure giddy pop thrills. That's a nice one, and he has this kind of nice little acoustic one called Me and Magdalena, and it's. Pretty nice. I think an NPR critic actually listed as like his favorite song off the new Monkeys album. But also, you can have a favorite song off a Monkeys album too. Like, there's at times where I feel like he's really in touch with it. But just recently, I just feel like, again, he's a craftsman, and also I just feel like Death Cab is more of a job than it is something he likes to do. Which it is. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is it I is mean, his job. Yeah. But I mean, also... there's, that's the thing about like ranking discography, and the thing I think that why it's kind of so fun and interesting is that like. You see, you can feel the highlights of like, no, this was like from the heart. This is like what they wanted to do when they became a band, you know, kind of thing. And then there's like the okay, this is they signed a contract and they needed to get an album out, and the which they didn't. And that which plans didn't have that feeling of because like a lot of people are like, oh, they're going major label at this point, but like, oh, they changed well, their sound like by zero. I feel like 
Plans Plans wasn't their going major label. Plans was gonna be their next album anyway, and Transatlanticism was so successful that they were signed to a major label before it happened. It wasn't yeah. even Narrow Stairs. That's still not necessarily a major label one. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why Codes and Keys and Kitsugi, like two albums in, they're like, oh, this is our major label albums. This is why we're doing fucking Black Sun and... Uh... Right, that's what Kitsugi yeah. sounds like to me is... Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it, I, their I songs I don't that. turn I off. Actually, I buy that argument 100%, totally. Yeah, yeah like well, like I would say, their well, songs I don't turn off, which I listen to a lot of, like, like old school radio, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so, and uh, and there are songs that I turn off immediately. There are songs that I don't turn off. There are songs that I'm like, well, maybe I'll come back to that if nothing better is on a different station. And yeah. then there are songs that I always play. And, like, like Black Sun is one that I don't turn off. You know, I, I like listening to it. I like Black Sun. I'm not going to You know, yeah. and so, and same with Ghost of Beverly Drive. You know, those are songs that I want to I hear that on to. the alternative rock radio still to this day. It's just like, okay, sure. I definitely know. like the the thought, and it, I mean, it shows in their chart success too, that while, yes, they were signed to major labels for Plans and Narrow Stairs, Codes and Keys and Kintsugi were where they, they were, they were listening the to the label. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they were taking the label's input a lot more. Yeah. And that's why they had number one charting songs for the first time on charts, yeah. you know, on rock charts, but yeah. still. But, like, also interesting thing is that um, uh, I reviewed, uh, actually, the last three albums, Narrow Stairs, Codes and Keys, and Kintsugi, and I gave a 7 out of 10 to Narrow Stairs. I gave a 4 out of 10 to Codes and Keys, and against all odds, I gave a 3 out of 10 to Gensuke. <laughs> yeah, you because... really don't like that one. No, and it's <laughs> the only reason is because it feels like obligation rock. It feels like it's just, uh, well, it does have moments that you kind of strike there. I just, they're just bereft of inspiration. It's just empty, yeah. empty vapor. Which is, well, I and, think And that... fans, like, there were some angry fans, but also, more importantly, whenever, and I always get some angry responses, but there are a lot of people that are just like, no, you're right, because more than half the comments were like, that's... About par for the course. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. kind of... I also think um, that... Uh, I, I think Ben may feel like writing and recording the albums is like a job, which is why we think the, the you know, the songwriting, the chords and the melodies of the, these last two albums are a little weaker, but he definitely doesn't feel like performing is still his job. I was going to say, yeah. I think in this minisode we have to say, like, totally worth seeing live no matter totally, what we yeah. said about their albums they have not slipped as a live as band. a live act they are still yeah. really tight they sounded really good on old stuff on new stuff yes worth worth the trip when i for saw sure. them live they had a little drum kit that they brought it at one point that ben gibbard on front stage then started playing along with jason mcgurr on drums just started like hitting it and just pounding it like oh you can fucking play can't you like it was actually it was actually pretty epic yeah um although here's the other thing too and this is something taryn as well i think it's interesting because you brought this up we're like why are we always putting on a lot of these podcasts the latest album they put out for the most part uh which i thought i didn't really think about but i feel like with a lot of these legacy artists these artists that have been around for at least over a decade their latest albums are just shitty right and, i mean it, yeah. and that's just it's not, I, I genuinely don't, a, don't think that we're necessarily being harsh on like, oh, their old stuff's classic. I genuinely think that for a lot of these uh, groups that we're doing, their latest stuff is bad. Right. Well, and it's not just it's not just that it's bad. I think it's also, you know, unfortunately, it, the fact of the matter is that when you 
turn 40, you're not going to, you're not going to be as creative with your music as you were when you were 20. And that's just a fact. Your Mm -hmm. brain doesn't work the same way at that point. Right. So, you know, if they don't, if, if they're an act that, you know, has a huge reputation and they are just going to keep doing everything themselves and they're not going to, you know, bring someone in that's going to push them, then the quality is going to steadily go down. Yeah. Unless, and you know, there are rare exceptions to that, but in general, that's just going to be the case. I think also, I mean, I don't know, like, there is the fact of, like, now you're competing with YouTube artists and, and, like, people who aren't as produced as well. And and that's popular and that's changed, I think, what a certain subset of people are listening for, which I think influences anyone that's on a major label and needs to like sell records yeah. is that they're competing with different types of, of ways of putting music out there, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? I gotta be honest. I've been, I've been going over this the wrong way. I need to be honest. I think my, maybe my hatred of codes and keys and Kintsugi is based on something else. Uh, back in, back in 2007, I interviewed, uh, Ben, uh, or 2008, right before narrow stairs came out. Actually uh-huh. the week it came out after it went number one. And uh, I interviewed him, and we were talking, and the interview went fine, and it was great, and I was so happy. I'm like, oh my god, the second version of Death Cab I interviewed. But then, you know what? I gotta be honest, only after the fact that I find out he was dating Zoe Deschanel and had been for some time, and I was like, dude, you didn't tell me? You broke bro code? You broke bro code right in front of my fucking face. It's like, dude, and by in front of my face, we know the I just like, and maybe I just hold that resentment. That's just, I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with that. Karina made a terrible joke about <laughs> codes so, and keys while like, we were in the car. So we're listening, and he he made the comment about like, this just makes me want to like bop one with a big goofy smile on my face. And I was like, well, is he like too in love during this album? And he, and Taryn was like, well, well, kind of, yeah. And I was like. And then I'm listening more, and I'm like, and this is his love, like love songs to Zoe Deschanel. Like nothing Doors about this album says Zoe Deschanel like, at all. So if we're giving, if we're blaming it on her, so to speak. Like, yeah, she's really, she really Yoko Death Cab real hard. Yeah, like, like do that, Zoe Deschanel. Zoko. So Tara's Tara like, maybe that's why they broke up. She was like, this is the album I inspired. <laughs> God. I would love it. She listened to that album. It's like, oh, why? this is who I'm fucking married to? Jesus Baby, Christ. we're over. I'm Just sorry. Jesus this is Christ. done. Guys, guys get, hashtag, hashtag Zoko Oh, no. Get that trending. Um, I think that could be a thing that's happening. Uh, I think I think we're good, guys. Uh, I think we're solid. Uh, I, I, I honestly think that you, you can't get more Muppety than imagining Kermit the Frog on a log looking at Miss Piggy or like looking at her from afar during a fucking movie sequence and, her, and him going, You can do better than me, but I can't do better than you. Guys, you've been listening to Chartographers. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep on listening because you know that we'll be. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Check us out Facebook and things, and I'm done with Facebook. Bye. Sure. Bye. Bye. I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Just a little white whale on the road.